Shut up, I love it. What's up, everybody? This is Shut Up, I Love It. I am Joe Cabello. I'm Sasha Feiler. We are here today to bring you some goodness. And this goodness is going to come from our very special guest. She is a comedian, clown, and improviser, and teacher, and actress. She's uh, the creator of the first monthly clown show at UCB, Upright Citizens Brigade, y'all, called Bring In My Clowns. And she teaches clown and improv right now virtually with Stomping Ground Theater. Welcome, Natasha Mercado. Hi, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much for being, being here with us. Natasha, let's just get straight to the chase. Like, what is the topic that you brought with you today? Yes. Today, I brought something that I'm very, very passionate about. Uh, We're going to be talking about cacao and cacao ceremonies. (laughs) Uh, Because over quarantine, I actually, I got certified as a cacao ceremony facilitator. I have so many questions. Yeah, we need to open that up completely. (laughs) One... Can you give us the small, the the quickest breakdown of what all that is and why you think this fits our show of Shut Up, I Love It? Okay. Uh, cacao. And that's not a challenge. I feel like that sounded like, <laughs> I was like, come was on, this low. isn't, it didn't mean to sound the way. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, cacao is plant medicine. So mm. I saw that. Y'all have talked about psychedelics, mm. DMT, mm. mushrooms, etc. Um, cacao doesn't make you trip, but mm-hmm. it definitely brings you into your heart space. Mm. And I really think it has transformed me as a person and as a performer. So I think it's super linked to clown as well. And Sasha, I know you know all about that too. Well, look, long. if you want to ever dive into a clown discussion here on this episode, let me like, you know, do that yeah. because I think a lot of people don't know about that enough either. But um, but you can, yeah, you can just use that as a, as a reference for performers who listen to this podcast for sure. But they, yeah, because it, it's almost like clowning is like a super intimate form of uh, expression, stage expression. Yes. Right? Like. Absolutely. And I I moved to LA three years ago and I was already into woo-woo stuff, right? And where did uh, you move from? <laughs> I moved from New York. Oh so wow. What were some of I would have never what were thought. some of your woo-woo things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were the other woo-woo stuff you're into? Just so we can paint a good nice picture oh, of the type of cacao let's get person. Woo-woo. Yeah. All of it. All of it. Absolutely all of it. And I say woo-woo with like the biggest heart emoji yeah. Yeah, in the whole world, right? Um I'm super into crystals as I hold mm. up my clear quartz that's I next that. to my computer. Um, I read tarot. What else? I just love yoga. I love mm-hmm. exploring anything and everything that has to do with like the spiritual realm. I think that's so interesting to me and gives me a lot of fulfillment. Um, and really like taking all the best things and kind of combining it into my own practice. And uh, yeah. That's very cool. I, I, I usually don't dive directly into or don't latch onto the opportunity to talk about our guest's biography so much. But I am curious. So did you grow up in New York? No, I grew up in Maryland. I actually grew up 
close to D.C., like mm-hmm. 30, 40 minutes from D.C. And then I went to college in New York. Mm-hmm. And I spent a couple years out there, and I decided what that I wanted to What college did you move- go to? I went to <laughs> Marymount, <laughs> Marymount Manhattan College, a very okay. tiny liberal mm-hmm. arts. And I studied acting, and I minored in studio art. Mm. Very and, cool. I, and Yeah, I'm asking because I spent my 20s in New York, and I went to Brooklyn College. So okay. I am familiar with the energy of the city very much, and it's very yes. interesting for me that you bring this, bring like you are the East Coast baby, who brings this <laughs> yeah. like full of like full on coming in woo woo to Los Angeles? Because like yeah. to me, I arrived and then it took me time to absorb the woo woo stuff. You know? Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people when I or a lot of my friends when I told them, yeah, I, I'm moving to LA, they're like, that totally makes sense. Okay. I totally <laughs> get it. Like that's great. <laughs> and if anything, I don't know. I feel like I've toned not. Maybe toned is not the word. I've matured in my mm-hmm. woo-woo-ness, right? Like, I didn't come here and then only wear fee- free people for the rest of my time mm-hmm. in L.A. And so, mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm a bohemian artist, blah, blah, blah. Like, it, it definitely... I'm just really grateful for all the spirituality that happened. Like, I read the, I read the Tao Ching, like... Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. I'm. We're talking the same language here. My friend <laughs> okay, called good. me up today. She's also like a writer like myself. She called me up. She's like, dude, I just took a breathwork course online that like changed my life. You know, I was and I was Thank like, you. are we talking about pranayama or ujjayi? Like, which yes. one are we talking? So this was yes. me just two hours ago. So. Yeah, and it's like it's hard to explain it sometimes in words because it's such an experiential thing right and we kind of meet it at the right place in our life and it either resonates with us or it doesn't and I'm just so happy that all of my experiences have kind of led me into this cacao practice and I think it really helps me a lot yeah I think this really fits in the like just needs more of a light shined on it a category of shut up i love it stuff i'm um, so i'm excited to t- go into that and i really appreciate you even calling it woo woo stuff because mm-hmm. i think what turns a lot of people off of the of anybody who is into woo woo stuff is when it's too self-serious because it's like mm-hmm. we know there's a stigma to it like we almost have to face that stigma the yes. head on yes and that's very important when i'm talking because i love this stuff too mm-hmm. but i also like get so annoyed anybody who's like (laughs) too self-serious about it because you're like come on no one even on the opposite spectrum is that serious about (laughs) their thing and i'll give a quick example i'm sorry like i'll give a quick example of that like when i used to do just like hot yoga like five times a a week um for seven years until the pandemic happened and one thing is that i understood how much healing it did for my body but the other thing was when like the really like intense hot yoga teachers would be like look you have uh an injury on your ankle like i i tore uh two ligaments in my ankle and they're like if you keep going to yoga like more even more the ligaments would just like rearrange and heal themselves and i was like well not everything is going to be healed by <laughs> hot yoga as much as I love it. So there is definitely, mm-hmm. you know, I take some things with still a grain of salt. And, you know, I think I don't I don't know how you feel about it. Do you do you, like, where, where are you on the spectrum of belief into? Oh, I believe science. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think science helps this kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm glad. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even, you know, in my own practice and like I, I took down notes because I wanted to give Please. a good picture of like cacao to you both today. But there there's chemical properties to it. There's chemical properties mm-hmm. to all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, I'm very much of like, yeah, yoga isn't going to heal all everything that you do you can probably still take medicine you can probably still take pills you can probably take some plant plant tinctures as well like it's all good and it's a balance of everything yeah yeah and i think it's like it is it's the only reason it's not science is because it's not studied um widely right and that's the problem with a lot of these really cool things that are out there eastern medicine type things even as they're just like yeah people aren't just throwing money to study those things. I, I think people are starting to come around to realize that more, that like, oh, the reason why Indigenous people s- used to do this is because they knew how to live. Like, yeah. with the ancient aliens people being like, there's no way humans can do this. Oh, you didn't think Indigenous people, <laughs> like, figured out physics and how to, yeah. like, make levees out of things and carry huge rocks up a mountain? Yeah. They freaking knew and be, how. be strong and healthy. Yeah. yeah. And I think if, if anybody were to take anything, whether it's the ceremony, whether breathing exercises or even like energy healing and actually throw money at it and study it, there might be a lot of scientific evidence that people would accept. But it's unfortunate that these things, they're just not studied in the way that we like say, okay, but you know, Coca-Cola will pay for a study that says Coca-Cola's tasty and good for you and heals cancer so fuck studies anyway so this conversation is going so well that we're already over 15 minutes into this podcast and we still (laughs) haven't really talked about the very meat of it so natasha yeah i I like having this little cushion of knowing where we're coming from why don't you well let's do our usual thing um and i think it'll go pretty quick of sasha Mm -hmm. did you have any cacao experience no idea before this no idea so passing by my husband um who has been uh the guest in the podcast and talked about psychedelics a lot i said do you ever heard of cacao ceremony because i said on purpose i did not research anything on purpose i wanted to be just a clean slate and he said i know that's the one that doesn't get you high <laughs> and like he kept walking <laughs> the uh, cbd of the <laughs> The the psychedelic experiences, right. Uh, What about you, Joe? Uh, I had no idea. I just, like, looked it up Mm -hmm. when I knew we were going to do this and didn't do too much reading Mm -hmm. because that seemed to be the vibe you were giving me, Sasha. I was strongly sending you that vibe. Yeah. uh, So I just did barely anything. So I know a little bit, but uh, nothing. So why don't you tell us what exactly is cacao and the cacao ceremony? Okay. Cacao is uh, a plant medicine. So it's not just like hot cocoa, the stuff you can get at Trader Joe's. It's ceremonial grade cacao, which is the full fat of the bean. Nothing is stripped away from it. So it has all its fat, all its antioxidants. It's like the darkest of the dark chocolate. Um, People have been using it for over 5,300 years. Um, that's the earliest record of use in the Amazon, at least, that we have. Uh, a lot of the ancient practice or like how they specifically used it, the indigenous people that is, the Aztecs and the Mayans, has been stripped away uh, because of the indigenous genocide that was happening in the 1500s by the European settlers. But 
cacao ceremonies have been used for basically any important event in Mayan and Aztec culture. Um, so this includes birth. This includes uh, weddings. And it also includes, you know, getting people's spirits up in Aztec culture before they were sacrificed. Mm-hmm. So they might have some clarity mm-hmm. before dying. Accepting <laughs> and serving a greater purpose, probably. Yeah, as a sacrifice, uh, the ultimate sacrifice to their gods, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it has a lot of religious ties to it. And uh, uh, if we don't, you know, practice their religions now in our own modern ceremonies, it still is this gathering, this empathetic sharing with people. So, uh, yeah, I guess, is that a good, like, nice little history start? That's absolutely a good, uh, definitely uh, enough for us to understand what yeah, you're cacao is the mm-hmm. the what people you know the chocolate thing, right? It's is like the, the pure thing. chocolate, right? But it's like so far from what we eat is is what I'm getting from that, and it's very medicinal. And so then, for me, what I do with cacao now in quarantine, right? And then I guess we can explore all the in betweens. Now I've been hosting <laughs> a virtual new moon cacao ceremony over Zoom for the last seven months. And That's awesome. Thanks. I I want to get into that and probably hit you up about doing it. <laughs> cool. Um, but I kind of want to get a picture of like what non-COVID cacao ceremonies look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think that's kind of like what would be the more norm, hopefully, in, mm-hmm. <laughs> at well, some point it again. It varies <laughs> from person to person, right? Because there's so many ways in which we want to honor the traditional ways of implementing cacao. But basically, the long and short of it is, um, without making it too mysterious, you get a big old bag of ceremonial grade cacao. Mm-hmm. So there's many different suppliers where you can get it ethically. In Kirkland the- brand. No. Oh, not Kirkland, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Where you can get it like sustainably and ethically found. And it's like, really important, especially in cacao, to know where you got it from mm-hmm. and to know what plantations and what um, how people were being paid, all of that. Because all of mm. that labor goes into the cacao. Um, so you got your ceremonial grade cacao. You put it in a little mason jar or something with a cap. Uh, traditionally, you just get hot water. You don't use any sugar. Some people use honey. Some people use oat milk, depending on how they want to make it taste. You put it in the mason jar. You melt it up. Shake it up. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Then if you're in person, you pass that jar around maybe the circle, and everyone kind of sets an intention with it. Holding to to your heart, right? Like what Mm -hmm. you're showing to us. Mm -hmm. Unspoken? Uh, Yeah, unspoken. Mm -hmm. It depends on the vibe of the group, honestly. Some people are more chatty than others and then you hold it to your heart you pass it around you know everyone's kind of settling in maybe some people are nervous because it's their first cacao ceremony maybe some people are like i'm ready to unwind you know i'm ready to meet my ego right now and then uh then what yeah then you drink it together you honor the sky the earth the plants water fire you bring it back to yourself and you start sipping it and then, then what? Then you can pair it with some breath work. You can pair it with some meditation. Um, breath work is really important with cacao because there's theobromine in it. 
and theobromine opens up all your veins, all your little capillaries, and the more oxygen you get into your body, the more you feel good. You're not tripping, but you're having mm. this like runner's high in your body, which is also onset by the, I always say this wrong, anamide, anamide, anamide uh, complex that's also in it. And that's the compound that, you know, gives you that runner's high when you do work out. So theobromine, anamide, um, and then, yeah, then usually it culminates with people sharing what they went through and either their breath work or their visualization. Um, How long is the whole thing? They can be three hours in person. Mm -hmm. And when you say you feel energized and uh, all that stuff is like your capillaries that are opened up and you invite oxygen to oxygenate every single cell in your body with your breath work, do you, does it mean that cacao also has a lot of caffeine? Uh, is that part of it or not? That theobromine is actually in the same family as caffeine, but it's mm -hmm. not caffeine. Um, and it is, it's due to like the, oh gosh, I forget the specific chemical compound, but the fattiness of the chocolate too makes that less harsh on your system. Mm -hmm. So if you, d I've done like cacao ceremonies as late as 7 p.m. and I've still been able to go to sleep. That's incredible because uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, if I had a cup of coffee at any time of the day, I'm gonna have trouble falling asleep. Even yeah. If it's 16 hours later. Mm. Yeah. So it's nice to know that there are things out there that can make you feel similarly to what caffeine does to you and not feel, you know, like you're gonna stay up all night. Yeah, it's a great personal practice too in the morning just to have your own little mini cacao ceremony with yourself. And so That was gonna be my question is like, is this something you could or would wanna do every day? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes That's not like rude. No, no, it's not yeah, rude. Like more cacao. <laughs> no, it's your own personal practice with it, your own relationship with cacao. Um, you can also combine it with other plant medicines, like during the ceremony. I'm not sure if you've talked about rape on Shut Up, I Love It Yet. I do not know not what yet. that is, so not yet. Rape, it's not a psychedelic thing. I also want to kind of talk about why I got into this not psychedelic part of I, I It's part of my too. question. The questions that I've written out is, uh, so why this... Um, how do you find uh, like a <laughs> lower key version of what probably psychedelic ceremonies are like you know like what 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 is more attractive about that honestly i was and scared i was really really scared to take psychedelics and uh, have you yes since okay. i have but when i started it, it it wasn't something i sought out like oh what's a replacement for psychedelics it was kind of in a similar way like when i heard the word clown i was like oh clown i want to do mm -hmm. that and then mm -hmm. I heard in passing my roommate say, oh, yeah, she posted about this cacao ceremony. I was like, oh, cacao mm -hmm. ceremony? Be I want to do that. Always on the lookout, on the lookout, listening, yeah, listening, recognizing. I want to do that. And um, then when I did it, I it was this amazing practitioner. Her name is Celeste McMillan. I love her shout so out. much. Fan yes, show. shout out to <laughs> Celeste. Um, and she described her ceremony as or similar to an ayahuasca experience, except with both feet on the ground. Hmm. And that made me feel just so comforted because it felt extremely profound, but I, you know, was definitely well within my mind and could kind of pump the brakes whenever it became really intense. You know, I just thought of this 
so, so have you done like um, real world cacao ceremonies like before COVID? Like, have you done the non-virtual yeah. ones? Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I do yoga or anything, like, like when I took yoga teacher training and stuff like that, you end up with most of the people who are already like just will believe anything. Like, wh- and mm. again, I, like they will just go... What I'm trying to compare here is that cacao ceremony is being like a gentler, if this in some way can be described as a gentler version of what psychedelics might do to a person. Like psychedelics, if you take a lot of psychedelics, like mushrooms or I assume ayahuasca, but definitely mushrooms and DMT, no matter what your brain is, I feel like they can, there's a, there's a way for you to like get so affected by it. And it would like turn you upside down. And like you're saying, the two feet are not on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if you take this like more of a rational person and bring them into cacao ceremony. Like how much do they get affected by something that's not going to b- turn them, you know, terpsy, uh, ter- what is it, the expression? Topsy-turvy. Uh, topsy- topsy-turvy, yeah. Like they are going to be, uh, are they still, do you think, will be affected because they will physically experience something? I'm just curious, you know? I think that's a really great question because with all of these things, right, like you get as much from it as you put into it and so if you come into the thing and you're closed off and you're like why is everyone panting like breathing heavy like why are the lights low why are there candles you know you're not you're probably not going to get anything out of it right Mm -hmm. if we're being honest yeah, yeah you're you're actively like closing yourself off from it but the breath is a powerful thing Mm -hmm. if you start listening to instructor that tells you okay breathe into your stomach breathe into your heart and now release and everyone's doing that together in a room, that energy is palpable. That's going to change you or at least uh, suspend your belief, maybe for a second. And it's up to the participant to either follow that and maybe experiment and try something that could bring them, you know, a really strange, maybe profound experience. Or they can sit there in the corner and cross their arms. But well, yeah, it's like church, right? Like if I <laughs> yeah. if I go to church, I'm going to be the guy crossing my arms while everybody else is like feeling something so profound that I'm like so closed off from. Yeah. Or when I once was at a very fake, I strongly believe fake um, channeling session. Like mm. it was very hard to just sit there and like be there without laughing because it was such a fake put on channeling session. Where was it? Was it in LA? It was in LA. Oh. It was at, um, <laughs> at the time friend, friend, um, uh, it, you know, uh, came out as a channeler to me and said that he's, he channels this uh, entity. And I feel like I've spoken on Shut Up, I Love It about it at some point, but <laughs> it's uh, it was a show put on in a very, I don't know, comical way. Like, uh. it just, like, it was bad. So that's, that's, you know, and uh, who knows for whom, where that line is drawn, you know? And I, and I wonder, I'm, I'm very curious about cacao because I think it's, it's almost like how much physical work you do, like with breath work and like trying to connect to your body, just trying to stay focused. It's like allowing that stuff softly, gently, gently you, gently you. And as, which is a verb, you know, use the meditation. <laughs> For real, uh, yeah, 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 and and it makes you it makes you like a more gentler being, and and like allowing that plant or plant medicine to affect you. Very curious about it now. Is it similar in any way to matcha ceremony, which of course is 
I've never been to a matcha ceremony. Yeah. What happens in a matcha ceremony? They whisk it all up together a lot of and then drink going it together. On. I haven't been to, mm-hmm. a, to a, you know, what sounds like a very long matcha ceremony. Yeah, because that's what they are. But I love my matcha every morning. So I'm, I'm there in this sense that, like, the buzz I get from matcha is, like, in no way compared to any other caffeine. Because mm. it's just such a more gentle and vibrating, you know. And it's... G- I think you'd really like cacao. I think so. I think I... Yeah, it's also, like, I feel like people have energies, right, that, like, can... are going to in tune with something or not. Mm-hmm. Like, the, just the fact that some people could listen to music and not be moved at all. Mm-hmm. And then yes. some people are, like, I am cry every time I listen to music. I think it's the same for, for this or breathing exercises. Like, some people, like, their energy is just not on that wavelength to uh, get anything out of breathing exercise or this or that yeah and it's what resonates with you right that's the beauty of it we're all so different and it's not one cure-all for everyone like i remember the i remember in college when someone sold me basically on matcha and we're like it's it's the elixir of life you don't understand Mm. natasha you need to go to the tea bar (laughs) right now and get a jar of it and i I got to stand that person a little bit a little bit of sand good because mm-hmm. i took it and <laughs> i i wasted it i didn't even yeah. use the whole jar um and yeah. it's just it's great I, to experiment with all these things right it, it is it is and you know and to me it is emotionally connected because the first time i had like real matcha made for me was in kyoto mm. which is like the heart of matcha and all that stuff so it's like in a very special place it's done in a very traditional way even if it's in the store but it's just like s- s- tiny old shop you know and, um, you know, I love Japan and I miss it terribly. And so for me, like, that is another connection. It's like, you know, I'm learning my Japanese and I'm drinking my matcha. Like, oh, that's what I do every day, you know? That is yeah. so sweet. Did you live in Japan? No, but I, we just, you know, I just feel like I've always been in love with that country. And we went there just to travel with my boyfriend at the time, my husband now, and who is part <gasps> Japanese. And so it was, it was just, we both love the country. And like for, for me, matcha and learning Japanese are like two ways to connect with that, you know, place on earth that I think like my heart belongs, like my heart belongs there. Amazing. Yeah. I did a solo trip to Japan two years ago and That's I really, amazing. really loved How it. How long did you uh, go for? for a week and a half. Oh, it's wow. a very long time. Did you, did <laughs> you like go to like Hokkaido and stuff, like on the northern side? Or I, no, I did Tokyo, mm-hmm. Kyoto, and mm-hmm. Osaka, mm-hmm. and then I went back to Tokyo. Yeah, um, Tokyo was great because you like just you just go to Kyoto and you're like, great. Can I go back to Tokyo? There's a lot of things I want to uh, check out yeah. there still. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but so this is really great. So you wanted to tell us, Natasha, how did you get into this whole thing? When did you first heard about it? Right? Like, what was your introduction to it? Oh, about cacao. Um, yeah. I mean, it was very it was very simple. It was just like talking to my roommate, who also is into like woo woo Mm. stuff and it wasn't like the topic of conversation in any way she was just talking about a woman who she admires who she follows Mm. and she was like yeah she does this cacao ceremony every month and then it just stuck with me was it celeste Uh, no it was Mm. i forget who a very popular another popular influencer like the lady gaga of (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. no uh, no not even for cacao it was just like an offhand thing it wasn't like the purpose she just said it kind of and then it expected it to float away but it kind of stuck to me mm-hmm. i was like oh cacao and then i went online mm-hmm. <laughs> i closed my door i went online i was like cacao ceremony los <laughs> angeles 
And I found one very close to me in Hollywood at Liberate Yoga Studio. Oh, wow. I don't know. Yeah. I, just a random yoga studio. I was like, you know what? I'll do this. And it's actually right before the clown hour at the clubhouse. Perfect. So it was like, What a perfect, perfect. timing. Yeah. I'll, nice. I'll pop into the cacao ceremony. Then I'll go back to the Sunday clown night. show. Yeah. yeah. And um, I did it. And it was very nerve-wracking. There was only, like, four other people there. The lights were low. There's candles and everything. And then I just bawled afterwards. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. And we did some visualization about, like, our ancestors. Mm -hmm. And that was extremely moving to me. And, yeah, it was just one of those life moments where it's like, I want to keep doing this. Mm -hmm. This is very important. Um, I love it. I do. Shut up. I love it. I should shut <laughs> up. Yeah. Is the, is just connecting it to the clown thing, that like the feeling you get from it, is it anything kind of like performer's high? Where like when you get off the stage after killing, you kind of feel energized? Yes. Mm. And with your feet on the ground. Professional <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I don't know runners high. I've never had it. You never I, ran, I or you never run. had the the high after you ran. I don't want to answer that question, uh, <laughs> but I do know like the performers high mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if it is somewhat similar. It's it's like that, but I would also say just in this more expansive way. Sometimes I, I at least have felt the performer's high, and it's all up here from the head up. And it's mm-hmm. like, blah, 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 let's go get a beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's ordering fries? Blah, 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 blah. And with this cacao thing, it's like you're a, you're a big old circle that's connected to the earth. And you're like, yes, okay. Uh-huh. That's why it's very hard to talk about these, like you, you mentioned early in this uh, interview, Natasha, how hard it is to talk about these things and explain them because they're so empirical in their nature it's all about how one experiences them and so then the whole point of things like meditation uh yoga cacao ceremony and all this other stuff that's on the same spectrum woo woo stuff is to um you know like step away from the monkey mind and find the groundness and the being the joy of being without necessarily thinking and you know coming along with the wanting mind with um, you know attachments and stuff like that mm-hmm. and so it is it is really hard to talk about it because it, it's I, I don't remember for years like I've been living in New York like hearing anything like that of this sort and being like I, I, who are these people what are they talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yorker. yeah and then and then like coming to LA and then slowly discovering all these things that I'd mentioned and not cacao ceremony, what I'm very curious about. But yeah, but then discovering and like really starting to feel things in a different way. And then your mind is not involved in it. So how do you use your mind then to explain this stuff, you know? Because yes. it's your mind is not part of it. I feel like that's where the science comes in. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, even if you, even if we can't, because um, I emotionally what I get from it isn't going to be what you get from it, Sasha, isn't going to be what you get from it, Joe. And that's, and I'm going to say this again, it's a beautiful thing that we get different Mm -hmm. things from it. Mm -hmm. Um, But the science, like our bodies are similar. We're going to be affected in this way. Our veins are going to open up. There's going to be more oxygen. There's going to be this sense of whatever the runner's high means to our bodies. Um, And 
what we're doing is just spending time together in a more empathetic space and maybe journaling and sharing some of our thoughts, our feelings together, speaking into existence some of our goals that we want to accomplish this month. All of those really human things that we don't necessarily get to do with all of our friends every time we meet up. Right? Yeah, it almost sounds like the cacao part is incredibly important, but even if you just got a people in a room and did that stuff, that's really powerful for the people who are open to it. Yes, yeah. You know what I've been doing for the last few months? I, I felt like meditation was just kind of getting away from me a little bit during the quarantine. Like I needed another like, commitment to have meditation every day because I will do like meditation before I go to sleep, but I felt mm -hmm. like that's not like a formal meditation. It's more just using meditation to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got into this um, self-compassion um, Meditate meditation group like a free online group that meets every day like a few times I take like the four o'clock uh, LA time and it's like it's a really wonderful thing that I that I look forward to and they have different teachers and just you know cultivating self-compassion which ends up being compassion in general as a quality like self-compassion is just another way to experience compassion and being uh, a happy person or more content person. And it's interesting to me that you, t like, you know, it's, it, you know, psychedelic experiences, for example, like they're, they're such strong experiences. You do them once in a while. Anybody would do them once in a while, unless people are microdosing, but that's a separate subject. <laughs> and it almost, yeah, it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same, right. But doing a little bit of like, it's like a small version, like a smaller, intimate, just me and my cacao version like every day like that sounds like a very grounding grounding habit and very nurturing and nour nourishing habit has it it's been a, like that for you a very feminine spirit divine feminine spirit and that's kind of what i've been focusing on this quarantine is how do i cultivate a more mature uh, divine feminine within myself. Oh, dude, I'm the same way. Like, yeah. I, Mother Earth, man, I love talking to her. It's the best. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the best. oh that's so She's exciting. She's yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to talk to Mother Earth, she'll show up for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Shout that's out. a cacao. I've also been doing uh, rape, which I mentioned earlier, which yeah, is tell a, us about rape. It's a, a, sh a shamanic tobacco snuff. And uh -huh. so you can get it, uh, like the one that I just did today has cacao bark in it as well. Mm -hmm. So it combines like the energy of cacao. There's also one that I have that has ayahuasca bark in it. Mm. And there's one that's called Forza Femenina, which mm -hmm. I'm not sure what's in it because it's yeah. a secret. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Apparently, but it's only made by women in the tribe and it's only nice. passed down to women. Yeah. Uh, so there's all kinds of things that can kind of zap us out of I love what you said monkey brain and just ground us down in this moment and I feel like every time I open my eyes after meditating with cacao um or doing like rape I just I see things more clearly and I feel so grateful I feel so incredibly grateful and I wouldn't share that or trade that for anything I want to share it for sure mm -hmm. but not trade it yeah which uh takes us into when did you start leading the, these things <laughs> and what, Tell us uh, what, what got you in, like, what are yours? Talk us, when did you start? And then I want to kind of see what yours look like these days. Yeah, I, I started doing them in July. 
uh, when it seemed like LA was reopening up or California was reopening right yeah Yeah. they're like three months Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I started doing them in July I was very very nervous I only invited two of my friends Mm -hmm. it's like can you please do this ceremony? Almost apologetically, very apologetic. Can you please do this ceremony with me? Thank you, thank you. Um, and oh, I think back on it very fondly, even though it was so close yet seems so far away. Uh, yeah, and I tried to like make them play instruments at the end. Oh God, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> but they had fun. It was it was a lot of fun. And then now, um. I'm sorry, I got caught up in my own self-consciousness. <laughs> I, I, in the memory, you got taken <laughs> back to that memory. Yeah. We are, we're enjoying the ride. We, we feel for you, but it sounds like they had fun, right? So they did, they did. They had a lot of fun. They still come. Friends, Caitlin and Cameron. Shout out, Caitlin and Cameron. <laughs> Friends Shout of the show. Yeah. yeah, it is one of those things. It's like you're responsible, right? So even if you were to host a party with people, there's kind of a feeling of like, oh, the we did. We watched that movie, and that was stupid. Yeah, but right. Was you know, so it feels like a little bit of that. Um, but that was after you've been doing it for a while. You decided I want to lead one of these. I want to share it with my friends. Mm-hmm. And then you led this. It seemed to go embarrassing, but well. It went no. It went well. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. You embarrassed thinking about it. That, yeah, I, like, was just, I wasn't as good as I am now. But I, ten for, years from now, you'll be like, dude, what was I even thinking? What was I? Even Why thinking? was I on that podcast? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was just journaling about that. Like, it, it's so interesting to just see. You know, or reflect six months ago, right? Six mm-hmm. months ago, that seems like two years ago. Yeah. Uh, of how much things have changed. And also how things are, like, kind of the same, too, day to day in, like, Incredible. weird ways. Yeah, strangest time. I, um, yeah, I know what you mean when you say, like, you think about your first, because it's such an intimate ceremony, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's an intimate thing, and you're in charge, and you're like, What? okay, like, I'm going to try to, like, put it into words, you know, and, like, you have the training, but then you don't have, it doesn't roll off the tongue yet. Yeah. It's like when I started teaching, because I got my 200, you know, yoga certification in May, and I started teaching immediately, like, weekly yoga classes to my friends on Zoom. And, yeah, like, like looking back, and at first I would, like, teach it to, like, one person or two at the same time, that's it. You know, and, like, ten, like, after, like, ten sessions, I was, like, I can do, like, a full class. Like, I can do, like, five, six people, you know? It's like comedians on Instagram Live. Yeah. One person, and then you're, like, okay, after a month, I got three. Yeah. Yeah. So, I understand how you, like, because then, like, still thinking back, I'm, like, oh, boy, what was I saying? Like, I can't, what was I saying? Like, what was I, what what did I tell people to do? Oh, but but there's... (laughs) beautiful baby instructor i'm very proud of her i'm very proud of your beautiful baby instructor of my instructor too in july because i'm so happy i did that and then Mm -hmm. in december i remember it was it was just five people tuned in right because i I keep it very small Mm -hmm. i don't do any marketing Mm -hmm. for my ceremonies um i wanted to be people that i enjoy Mm -hmm. like being in this heart space with same with Um, my yoga class i get it Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and i was just like this is the last one of the year can you believe mm-hmm. this? And it feels just so, I look I look forward to this every month. Mm-hmm. And the new moon is actually tomorrow. So I'm <gasps> doing one tomorrow. Are you doing yeah. one tomorrow? That's fun. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so does Zoom make you feel very, like, limited in the ceremony? Like, what do you do to, um, you know, I mean, you got trained on Zoom, right? How to do it. Yeah, it definitely, I mean, 
but it's like my own my own style with it too. I I kind of don't tell anyone, but I kind of run them like a clown workshop. Mm-hmm. You know, mm, big secret. Ha- Nobody will find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at the end, uh, we do ecstatic movement for fifteen mm-hmm. minutes. Super clowny, super stupid. And everyone at the end of it like comes back to their computer screens and like, ah, oh, wow, that was amazing. You know, just jam out. I'll play some songs and share my audio. I think it really lends itself to it mm-hmm. um, and lets people like occupy their space in a really comfortable way. So, I mean, in a way, I'm surprised, but also like I see it every month and mm-hmm. I see how great it is. Oh, sometimes. We'll write, like, all the things we're leaving behind in this month. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, now rip it out of your journal. Oh. Rip it up and rip it flush up. it down the toilet and okay. come back in 30 mm-hmm. seconds. You know, there's so many ways to stay playful in these in this situation. That, yeah, and that's what it sounds like is play. And I'm a big proponent of adults playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm lucky for the past, like, 10 years I've worked with preschoolers and third graders every almost every day and i continue to do that i do zoom classes and it's like a lot of the things you're even describing that you get out of it it's like i just got back after like a two or three week Mm -hmm. break teaching classes Mm -hmm. i taught two classes before this Mm -hmm. and yeah like i leave those classes feeling grateful for everything feeling so open (laughs) to anything just like i feel my best self Mm -hmm. after i've done that Mm -hmm. Um, and it's because of this play. I'm there on camera dancing with a bunch of these kids. You know, like it's a karate class, but we do a lot of movement stuff. Oh, so that's awesome. So it's just being mm-hmm. silly, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like it's so much similar to that. And I've had parents do the class with the kids, <laughs> and they're having a blast. Mm-hmm. And when's the last time you had an adult just like, hey? When I'm clapping, dance. When I don't clap, <laughs> freeze. You know, like when's the last time they did that? But it's fun. The last yeah. time they so did it, it sounds when like UCB a lot of it's still that. had classes. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. not exactly. That's not fun. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think anybody was having fun doing. Too that much pressure to be on that Herald team, if you ask me. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> when you mix, it's not. People, no one was in those classes to ha- just have fun. No. They were in those classes to like achieve something that was unachievable. Yeah. But that's a whole other thing. Uh, Yes, I can nerd out about that too. But yeah, it feels great to be in this absurd space that I think Clown gives us this great permission slip to be in and just connecting with whatever brings us joy. And for me, getting into my body brings me a lot of freaking joy. That's why I love yoga so much. That's why I love just dancing around. I want to say I'm a great dancer, but I love moving. I love it so much. Mm probably pretty good (laughs) i don't know okay natasha i'm curious actually what does cacao taste like like the one that you're talking about right like does it oh it's super earthy Mm -hmm. it's super super earthy uh it's like darkest darkest chocolate Mm -hmm. uh and it depends if there's anything mixed in it too some have you know chaga mushrooms in it but yeah Mm -hmm. it's best described as earthy Oh yeah, and I'm I'm curious. I'm sure you're not the only one doing these Zoom ones. Oh no, these digital ones. So usually, I'm imagining you go someplace and they have it mm-hmm. there, and you're drinking it with everybody. What's how do they generally work now in the digital digital age 
for somebody? Do they have to go find the stuff or do the people generally provide it? I love this because I feel like it brings us back to our original point of this. In my emails that I send out to people, I'm like, it can either be cacao or it can be your favorite hot drink. It's just the action of getting mm-hmm. together for us. And a lot and I also offer people, you know, to do a pickup of ceremonial grade cacao from me if they live in LA. Mm. Um, but yeah, people just usually do their own hot drinks if they don't. Oh, okay, because I was gonna ask you if I went to say Intelligentsia or some other like fancy coffee shop and I got a cacao, like not knowing, right? The context of this plant medicine and let's say it tasted fine to me i didn't notice that it was too earthy or anything like that Mm -hmm. would just being out of the context would that drink give me any physical sensations because of all the chemicals that you described that would make me feel way more energized than i would be otherwise or is it the context that provides that energy I think it's both. Like if you're intentionally drinking, if you're intentionally eating something, that's different than just, you know, scarfing down a meal. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it sounds like if you got that cup of coffee then went got, and sat in the park and just like, I'm just going to breathe and enjoy this coffee, you're going to get a lot more out of that than even like sitting in the group with a bunch of people drinking the ceremonial stuff being closed off. Yeah. Yeah. Content. I think that's a great way to put it. Wow. Well, I don't know. I think it's that time, guys. Should we do a scale? The scale will be hard. I do. I will say I am going to be looking into checking this out, whether just drinking it or um, hitting you up. I know you're very (laughs) private with your who you uh, you you invite on there. So no pressure. (laughs) Um, But I I did Google see they're out there. So I would like to try it. Would be something fun for me and my girlfriend to do together, I'm sure. That's awesome. Um, So I will be checking it out, but I hesitate to rate it. You hesitate to rate it without doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe Natasha can be the only one who rates it. And do you know what we're talking about, Natasha, when we say that? Because we do a scale. Like, I don't know what episodes, if any, you listen to this podcast. But what we do at the end of each episode, or we try to do, is take the subject that we're discussing. And each of us, in this case, probably just you, would rate, like, we create a 10-point scale. And, I don't know, compare it to yoga or maybe psychedelics or anything else and you know and just it it doesn't have to be in any way objective it's really how you feel about the thing that you came oh it's a 10 is it out of 10 it's It's 10 yeah it's It's definitely 10 (laughs) well so then on the scale you have to put something else so we understand what what are you comparing it against and oh what i'm comparing it, it could be anything yeah. It could be like a good night's sleep or a uh, two-hour yoga practice or, you know, I'm just brainstorming here. Ooh. Yeah. I can put oh. it on a scale personally of, like, how much I want to do it. I'll, I'll do that. How about that? I'll create a scale so that you can see what I'm doing. So I'm actually going to do a scale of how much I want to do this on the 10th scale. Um, so ayahuasca is something I haven't done. I've done DMT, mushrooms, or other stuff. I haven't done ayahuasca. And I honestly, like, I want to do it, like, at a, man, at this point in my life, at a four. Like, I swear to God, ayahuasca mm. ceremony, I'm like, like, you better really convince me that 
all this like getting together and being in the company of strangers and then completely be obliterated physically and experiencing something for such a long time and maybe not having the perfect guide that you can trust is a safe place like it doesn't sound safe to me like for example smoking dmt with your significant other would be in the room uh, so that's just me about ayahuasca parties that I hear in Los Angeles. Ayahuasca know? parties? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I mean, it's like all over the place. <laughs> Sounds what? already troubling. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about the actual experience of going and, like, having to do authentic, like, you know, experience of going to the Amazon and doing it. I'm talking about they're just like what ayahuasca parties have become. Like, they've <laughs> really become parties. They call them that way. So I like I am like if somebody like Sasha, there's no more coronavirus in the world, but you are invited to this Hollywood ayahuasca party. I'd be like or like ceremony, but like it's really a party. Yeah. I would be like on a like a four on a ten, ten scale interested in going there. Mm-hmm. But if somebody did the same thing with cacao, I'd be like ten. Let's go. Let's let's check yeah. it out. I'm That's curious awesome. even just for the taste. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I'm just—I just, just want to know. I want to know everything about it. Mm-hmm. So that's me doing a very presumptuous scale. What about you? Have you experienced it? Okay. If someone, you know, I think even though I just did ayahuasca <gasps> a month ago, you gotta come on the show again. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is crazy. I'm so glad I did it. I'm right now. Like after you do ayahuasca, you're in an integration period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you you're both familiar with that, right? Like all the info that you download into your body, basically now it's just like unfolding for the rest of my life. For the rest of yeah, exactly. Whether (laughs) you're doing it on purpose or not, it is integrating. Mm -hmm. Like it is doing. Yeah, any mm -hmm. any psychedelic experience, like insane psychedelic experience, does that. Yes, and I was so nervous. I was so nervous leading up to it. I'm so glad I did it. Anyways, but I just see ayahuasca. At the same time, like, exactly what you're saying, do I want to do it all the time? No. Am I so glad I did it? Yes. Would I do it again? Absolutely. Mm. I look forward to doing it again. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. Here she is. So I would do, I, it's at a seven for me, right, for ayahuasca. Even an ayahuasca party, that's at a seven (laughs) for me. I don't know what the that is uh but cacao you know it's at a 10 that's a normal thing that i want to do in my life i Mm -hmm. actively want to do it i feel excited invigorated talking about it um yeah it's just so interesting and like hearing both of you talk for this last hour i'm I'm so inspired and like grateful so thank you we don't even know what's going on we're just like we're idiots it. for one thing. We are such idiots for not like just getting a cacao drink to drink during this. Oh. Like I don't know why. I I guess uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. But I'm like, oh, this is it, isn't it? Like well, this is the thing in some way. But the good yeah. news is that um, next time Natasha comes on this podcast, we're all gonna do ayahuasca together. Yeah. Podcast, and we talk about it. Oh my god. Natasha, well thank you so much for coming on Shut Up I Love It. What a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me. This was so you, fun. Do you have any plugs? Do you have anything to tell the world about? Any plugs? Uh oh, I, I'm in a short film that just came out. It's called Family Treasure. Actually the trailer came out today, so it will come right. out January twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna 
I'm, I'm going to be filming something exciting at the end of the month. I can't talk about it yet. Wow. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> what about Instagram and all that stuff? Oh, my Instagram is at Champagne Tashi. Tashi, mm. T-A-S-H-I. Uh, and yeah, let me know. If, you, if anyone hearing this ever wants to talk about cacao, just let me know. Yeah. Hit Natasha mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Joe, what about you? What's going on? Um, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Joe Cabello. At any level, you'll get two of my full-length comics, uh, Bottoms Up Hard Liquor, about the killer bottle of booze. Mm. Uh, and issue two will be coming out very soon, too. So it's very good. Check it, go check it out. I agree. As a Patreon subscriber <laughs> of Joe's, I agree. And um, right, Very loyal. <laughs> very loyal. And, uh, yeah, and I... I Still waiting to hear when my TV writing classes will come up, uh, go up on the website of Script Anatomy. Yes. Would love to get into that pretty soon. Very excited. Well, thank you again, Joe, for hosting with me. Thank you, Natasha, for oh, coming yes. on to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Bry Walker, for this amazing song. Thank you, Elizabeth Saud, for this awesome artwork. And thank you, you and you, for listening. <laughs> <laughs>